Now it's Just Plane Radio. Yeah. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. I can fly. Take me to the Brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. It's your lucky day. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. You got a plane. Call Just Plane Radio toll free now at 888-884-2FLY. And the sky's the limit. That's 888-884-2359. Sir, I'd like you to take the helm, please. I'd be glad to. Greg, your co-pilot, that's me, along with Captain Keith and Dennis, rounding out the crew today as we navigate the latest aviation news and information on Just Plane Radio. Boy, have we been busy. I told you I was traveling to the island of Saba, uh, where they have the shortest commercial runway in the world in operation, and I did go to the airport. I saw it firsthand. Did not see any planes take off, land, or crash. So you didn't fly in there? I did not fly. I took a boat. I went, I'm not stupid. Well, that... <laughs> there, was that just a dramatic pause, both of you guys? Yes. <laughs> okay. We were, anyway. Who was going to say it first? Right. Anyway, no, I, I, I was hoping I'd at least see a plane land. Were you scared? No, I was. Uh, we were actually in a cab, like overlooking the cliff uh, and, and the runway. So we got a nice view of the runway. I was like, gosh, now a plane needs to take off or land, but we weren't so lucky. It and you didn't volunteer. Day. Well, no, I was in, in a cab. Like I said, I took a boat to the island, and I was just there for the afternoon. And I said, take me over to the airport. I want to see a plane land or take off or crash. <laughs> I came up goose eggs on all three, but uh, the crash. I'm glad you did. Yeah, it, it, it does look very intimidating, though. I will tell you, you know, when you're looking down on it, you kind of do get the scope of like, hey, this is an aircraft carrier landing strip. It really is short. It's like 1,300 feet, I think. You have to have a special issuance as a commercial uh, pilot to fly into the island of Saba down there in the Lesser Antilles Islands. By the way, uh, not far from Saint Martin. Mm-hmm. A big cruise ship depot area, but uh, but the thing is, is when you look down at it, they, you know, not just that the runway's short, but if you miss, you know, judge either it being too short or too long on a takeoff or landing, uh, you're 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 going to be literally falling off the edge of a cliff, and on one edge of the cliff, they call it the. Uh, Oh, man, it looks like a hell because it's a volcanic type of, uh, uh, you know, st- I don't know, like lava flows that have hardened over time. So you, you, it's re- they call it the tide pools. And it's a really weird thing, like a scene from like the old Star Trek TV show, which I know, you know, Keith can't relate to at all because he watches no TV. But Dennis, you know what I'm talking about, right? When like when Captain Kurt's like uh, fighting the alien lizard monster. Yeah, the Gorn or whatever it yes. was on the on the mountain there. Yeah, that's what the tide pools off the uh, edge of the runway on the island of Saba look like. So that's where you would end up if you. So how close are they? I mean, if you went off the cliff, would you have a chance of regaining flight or no? Mm, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, you would drop like an aircraft carrier, but if you had misjudged it and like rolled off the end, you would end up in the tide pools or in hell, as I'd like to call it, because that's what it you know kind of looks. Uh, very daunting. So if you're not in ground effect, you're already you're going to probably have a bad day. It's going to be a messy um, thing for sure. Now the other side of the thing is just a sheer cliff. So if you run off the other end, it just you know it's just like mm, into the water. But on the tide pools, you wouldn't necessarily end up in the ocean. You just end up like 
know, having these lava formations, like uh, cutting up through your wings and it like stab you. Yeah, that doesn't sound like down. any fun. No, would not be a soft landing, I guess is my point. But I didn't get to see a landing takeoff or a crash, so I, I felt, you know, I felt gypped. <laughs> but at least I got to see it. So I was there, saw it. Realize that it is not something I really have to mark off the list. <laughs> I'd rather watch other people do it, you know. But, but did I, you get the T-shirt? I did not get the T-shirt. They do have them <laughs> in Sabo. You can get it like, so hey, I survived. No proof that you were even there. No, there's pictures. There's videos and everything. Oh. I, I got proof. Absolutely. I was there. But, I, yeah, I didn't get the T-shirt. The Saba Spice, which is uh, the local... You know, concoction they they make there on the island. It's heightened. You know, it's kind of like Sabian moonshine. It's cheaper than a t-shirt, so that's what I was going to get as a souvenir, not a not a t-shirt. So you didn't have any of that before you? Uh... No, it was during. Oh, during. Yeah, that. yeah. We had a driver, so. Oh, okay. Just trying to mix in with the locals, but that's what I did on my summer vacation. And while I was away, you know, observing the smallest commercial, you know, runway in the world. Uh, Dennis has been extremely busy, and uh, we have to congratulate him because today the Just Plain Radio crew have just been upgraded by another certified pilot instructor, correct? Or flight it's instructor. a certified flight instructor. Yeah, CFI. You got your certification as a CFI, right, Dennis? I did. For anybody, any of the doubters out there that were wondering, you know, since uh, back in March, if I was ever going to get that check ride done, well, everything came together finally this weekend. It all worked. I got his text while I was in the islands of his uh, certificate. Look, guys, look what I got. So congratulations. Now, what's Greg got? Uh, well, I got pictures of the shortest He's, runway. He has a yeah. friend that has a CFI ticket. That's right. Yeah. Someone else. Sudden, suddenly, I become your new best friend, too, because now you and Ed can just go, okay, he's your problem now. Right. Is that what's going to happen? Is it, is it a handoff, Keith? Like, I'm not sure it would make any difference. What do you mean? Of course it would. It'd give me more options. I can no, have. when you'll have more excuses because he lives further away. Well, that, that is true. Uh, thanks for reminding me. So, no, you're welcome to come up here. No. No, no, I have no desire to go up to Minnesota. Well, it's nice this time of year. Well, maybe. Wait till August. Then then I'll be totally sick of the uh, weather we have in Orlando. Why August? But, Just because of the weather here in yeah, August? Yeah, it'll be hot. It'll be hot, snowing hot. up there. It's though. already hot now. Nah, we don't get snow until at least uh, the first week of September, it'll so be, you're fine. It'll be a cool breeze in August yeah. in Minnesota. Or actually, it gets pretty hot up there, too, doesn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. Now maybe. we get we we hit a couple of days of over a hundred, and we get the high humidity too. All right, push it to September then. See, Thanks. we don't, we don't get those hundred degree days here. Yeah, we don't. It just feels like it. Exactly. You just got to walk outside for about what thirty seconds, and you'll start yeah. sweating. But uh, anyway, enough about the weather. As much as we like it and or hate it, uh, as uh, aviation enthusiasts, uh, congratulations to Dennis for getting a CFI. That's quite an accomplishment we kid but that's actually pretty cool and uh and and i know you've been working on this a long time and the fact that you might end up training me well there's always a downside to everything let's not uh let's not (laughs) dwell on the negative right dennis well at least you know the next time we go to the bahamas you'll at least be able to log the time because you'll be you could sit in the pilot seat and i'll uh just poke you and throw bananas at you right yeah there you go Uh, i like the way you think now uh, bananas if he does something right, maybe. Yeah. Well, I won't bring any with. We'll be pretty safe. Well, 
Uh, what's going to motivate me? <laughs> Come on, guys. Think of your student. You got to make it, uh, you know, he appealing. He is thinking of them. That's the problem. Oh, maybe that is is the issue. Now, can you literally just start training right out of the box, like today yeah. or right after you got your cert, you're ready to go, or what? I I took my first student up yesterday evening. Yeah, and it's simple as that, huh? That was that easy. Uh, I just I scheduled a lesson, and this young lady uh, wanted to go get an orientation flight in the Mooney. Yeah, it was my daughter. But it seemed only appropriate that she should be my first student. So I put her in the left seat of the Mooney for the first time, and she did fantastic. Well, there you go. I mean, if you're going to mess anyone else, might as well keep it in the family. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yes. No, I have no doubt. I've flown with her enough times that, you know, I I trust her. So I had no problem letting her fly left seat. Well, plus, if she complains, you can just send her to her room. So (laughs) go to your room. You, you have you. daughters. How does that work for you? Well, true. All right. Well, uh, well, good. And, and she enjoyed it, too, I guess, right? She did. She had a smile on her face. I think I sent you the picture I of it. I saw that. So. That was nice. Yeah. No, it was just, it was really nice. Now, both kids have had, you know, time flying this airplane. So, really, it's become our plane as a family. Well, good. So, obviously, you're going to use this to, you know, certify well, how about mama? your daughter. Yeah, what about well, her? Well, I keep telling her that from here on out, she has to fly the left seat, and she's having nothing nothing to do with that. She, she goes, I, I live with you. I know you. There's no way in hell you are going to train me how to fly an airplane. Well, it would be a really good experiment, though, because she gets really bad motion sickness, and yeah. she'll even get it if we drive in the car. But if she's driving, she's perfectly fine. Hmm. So my thought is, if she's actively flying the plane, maybe that would help her get over the motion sickness. Not sure. Be worth the test. Yeah. But so I'd far, love to see her. I'd love to see her learn to fly and enjoy it as much as the rest of us do. Right. But, but uh, I, did I pretty much, you know, describe exactly how she responded when you mentioned that? Uh, yes, very, okay. very much That's so. That's what I thought. Yeah. Typically, it doesn't work very well for a husband to teach his wife or vice versa. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Very, every once in a while it'll work, but most of the time not. And that is because they have a tendency to what? Bring in baggage? Yes. Like, hey, you didn't take out the garbage last night, and it's a distraction, and you're telling no, me what to do No, and if you correct now. the behavior, it gets held against you later at home. Well, when you uh, know. There you go. They hold grudges, and that doesn't yes. uh, that doesn't go over well when you're trying yeah, to train someone. You can't someone. tell me what to do. Well, you're my husband, or you're my wife. I am your instructor. You will do as I say. Go around. Smack. Unable. You're in the doghouse tonight. Count on it. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. 
Com. Whether you're a flight student, an experienced pilot, or simply an aviation enthusiast, there is a place for you as a member of the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association. Join AOPA to get the latest general aviation news, safety resources, and technical support you need to sharpen your skills and become a central part of the nation's vibrant general aviation community. Learn more about becoming a member at AOPA.org. That's AOPA.org. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Hey, hold that door! Hold that door! What? Hold the door! Oh, what? I'm so sorry. That's my flight to Los Angeles. I'm, I'm so on sorry. That flight. You just missed it. Look, I made the plane. I'm here. You were so close, but what? unfortunately, the door is locked and closed. You're not letting me on the plane? I know it's frustrating, but once the door closes, that's it. Federal regulations. Uh, I, please let, let me in here. It's so ridiculous. There's the plane right there. But really, it's as, as, as if the plane's not there. What? Are you a magician? No, but the door no, no, is I locked. I see the plane. If you're doing a trick. It's not a good trick. It's such a shame. They will miss this plane. 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 I try to believe you. I don't want to leave, but I need to. This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot. That's me along with Captain Keith and our newly certified flight instructor, Captain Dennis. Uh, you know, he just got it this week. He is now an official flight instructor. Might end up teaching me to fly. Who knows? And, uh, you know, now I have three instructors to choose from or that they can, you know, uh, pass off to their, you know, each other. You like, play, here, you take you them today. ping pong? Is that? Yeah, I have. Yeah. No, you have them. No, you take them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, you take them. Yeah, it's going to be like, Give uh, head. who, uh. <laughs> Yeah, who drew the short straw this week or today kind of thing. But we'll Probably see. the new guy. Yeah, I would guess so. Yeah, you guys have seniority, Keith, so you can dish him off. Well, what am I saying? I'm, I'm, a, I'm a reward. That's what I am. Yes, I'll go with that. All right, uh, look, by the way, coming up, we're going to talk to Jim Folson. He, is, uh, he has completed his kit plane. What is it, an RV-12? Mm-hmm. Yeah. RV7. So, RV7. And he's he's actually flown it. Okay. So we're going to check in with him. I know he's been very busy, uh, and he's getting ready to – I think he's going to take it to Oshkosh. We'll have to find out. But he's coming up a little bit later on in the show. But uh, Dennis has been very busy. Not only did he get a CFI certification this week, you also went formation flying in your Mooney 201. Is that right, Dennis? I did. It was actually in preparation for Oshkosh. Uh, we joined up with uh, 11 other Mooney owners uh, up in uh, northern Minnesota and had a uh, Mooney Caravan Formation Clinic. So we basically were 
uh, ground school all evening on Friday night talking about uh, all of the things that you need to be aware of when you're flying in close proximity to another airplane and how to, you know, the signals and communications and procedures and briefing that need to happen. Mm-hmm. And then we spent uh, Saturday and Sunday out uh, flying two flights a day practicing it and holy cow <laughs> it's a it's a lot more work than the uh, blue angels make it seem like you know what i'm saying well i do i saw the video uh that you sent me of you and a couple of the other pilots doing this and i, and I guess it was the was that the flight instructors video that you sent me was that what I yeah saw? that was one one of the uh one of the other pilots our safety pilots was uh was videoing out of whatever airplane he was uh flying right seat in every once and in a while you get a glimpse of his face and his eyes and they were like darting all over the place like like dinner it? plates yeah so i you know there was no audio but was uh, like hey dennis move over what the hell what are you doing you know i i mean i just could only you know, imagine what the audio was going on. Was there a lot of chatter back and forth, or was there? If you weren't talking, codes? we were doing it wrong because you want to be communicating. You know, what, where are you? Are you, uh, are you sucked? Meaning too far behind? Are you too close in? Are you too wide? And you, you know, you're constantly. Wait a minute! Hold on! Hold on! Did you yeah. say if you sucked, <laughs> you you're too far behind? That's actually aviation lingo for a formation yes. flying. Yep, so sucked is when you're too far behind and you got to catch up again. Well, I guess that's uh, <laughs> I guess it's an appropriate description. Have you ever done that, Keith? Formation no. flying? Yeah. All right. So you get too far behind. You sucked, or you're that's sucking. Right. Or you're or... in the sucked position. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. So you, you don't want to do that. <laughs> no. And, but it was a lot of fun. I mean, we we stu- you know you started off in formation literally from the startup. You started your engines on at the same time. You taxied out in in formation. You know, right next to each other with you know per, you know wings offset and staggered, so that you're you're working together as a group the entire time. And even the takeoff, we each got our own half of the runway and took off at the same time. Wheels come up at the same time. It was it was really kind of cool to watch and see and be a part of that and. You know, the coordination that it takes to do it. And the whole reason we did it is to get a lot of airplanes into Oshkosh at the same time, you have to come in as a mass arrival. Mm-hmm. You know, Air Ventures too busy. They can't go and set aside 60 camping spots just so that all the Moonies can be in one area. The only thing they can do is you have to all come in at once if you want to camp at once. I see. So the processes go out to Madison, Wisconsin, and everybody gets lined up out there. And you all take off on a 30-minute flight from Madison into Oshkosh. They put, I think it was 56 airplanes down in seven minutes Wow! Air, Air Venture last year. So they're landing two at a time, right? Actually, three at a time. Three at a two time. On, two okay. on the big runway. Yeah. One airplane on the parallel runway. Hmm. So you're coming in in a flight of three. So wow. think about that. Three at a time, five-second spacing. Five-second spacing between each aircraft. Uh, front and back or sideways? From nose to tail. Nope, nose, nose to tail. tail. Five seconds. So wow. the first one come, touches down. Five seconds later, there's another airplane coming and touching down right behind you. Well, so what is the trick to this? Is this all about watching your speed and uh, and that kind of thing? Or, I mean, obviously, you got to watch your direction uh, and be right on the nose. But is speed a major thing, too? Or what? Well, that's that's part of it. It's it's maintaining your position. So you have right. to find there's references on the airplane, and so with the Mooney, it works out that if you keep the second flap hinge in line with the edge of the cowl, that puts you in like that perfect kind of a 45 position, and you want to be slightly below the other airplane, and we keep about a wingspan apart that way, and you hold that position. So if you see that you're going back 
you know, starting to fall behind, getting sucked, you add more power. Mm-hmm. Um, in, a, in turns, uh, sometimes you can uh, play with the rudder a little bit and just cut inside the turn a little bit, which gives you, you know, a shorter distance and you can catch back up again without having to play with the power. It really becomes a, a mental uh, exercise trying to manipulate your altitude, your uh, your angles, and your and your power to maintain that position. Oh, so are you always watching like the guy to your right or left or correct? What? You to the right? always follow lead, which is to Rule. your right or what? Well, um, it, we would switch positions. So leads there, and whether you're on the left or the right of lead just depends on you know how they're flying the formation. Okay. We would generally start off with lead on your left, and so you're always looking out your side of the plane. It's easier, mm-hmm. but then we will um, actually do a cross under where you drop back um, a half a plane length mm-hmm. and go under, come back up and pull back into that uh, position where now you're having to look across to the co-pilot's window and maintain position out there. So you get to do the formation from both sides and see what, you know, the perspective's a little different. And it was, it was really, a really <laughs> it was draining. I'll, I'll be honest. It was a lot of work, but it was very rewarding too. When you, when it all came together and you could start to, play the angles and and be able to catch up on the other guy and and hold that position and be there tight in a turn it was really cool what kind and of prerequisites did you have to have before you could uh, participate in something like that uh they wanted to have a pilot that had at least about 300 hours of experience and about 50 or more in a mooney mm. okay because i was gonna say i mean if you can't hold your position or you know god forbid like you get a wind gust or something like that that would make uh that make for, you know, several changes. Well, ideally, pants. the wind's going to hit lead the same way, too. So well, okay. you, we also don't fly right next to them with overlapping wings like the Blue Angels. Well, that sounds cool. Definitely. More coming up on Just Plain Radio. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Been up around the stratosphere at 31,000 feet. I'm gonna fly on out of here on wings that you can't see. If you're gonna fly high without fear, you're gonna have to learn to love the atmosphere, and you gotta learn to use those wings you can't see. This is Just Plane Radio. Gregor co-pilot, Captain Keith, and Dennis rounding out the crew today as we navigate the latest aviation news and information and just really catch up on what we've been doing aviation-wise. And that's the case with Dennis right now, who just got a CFI certificate. And uh, if that weren't enough, he learned how to formation fly, which kind of puts him in another level above uh, Keith. And uh, Does Ed ever done formation flying that you're aware of? I don't know if he has or not. Yeah. I mean, is that on your list of things to do as a pilot there, Keith? What do you no, think? I don't trust people enough for that. Yeah. I guess a lot of it is uh, that, isn't it, Dennis? you got to be, you got to have a little faith in your fellow pilots to make sure they, they're they they're staying in line. They're not getting sucked or they don't suck or what? Yeah, it is. Uh, it is a lot of trust and faith. And that's, that's why you just don't go out and willy nilly pull up next to the side of another airplane in flight. If you're going to fly in formation, you have to have previously discussed it and, discuss the processes and procedures that you're going to use through that flight and the mooney formation doesn't take it lightly at all i mean they they insist that the flight starts and ends with the briefing so we talk about what we're going to do how we're going to do it when we're going to do it who's got the what responsibilities Mm -hmm. and we get done we talk about what went right what went wrong what we can do better let's get to that what went wrong i mean i saw the instructor's (laughs) head on a swivel and his eyes darting across did you have any moments where people uh not just got sucked into the back, but 
he might have used other words that were not necessarily aviation descriptions of what they were doing wrong, or did everything go without, you know, go, uh, you know, execute without a I'm not going to lie. It wasn't perfect, but it wasn't, uh, it wasn't an imminent disaster either. So, okay. But none of it directed at you. You did perfect, right? It's it's always an imminent disaster. Well, I mean, maybe it just takes a little bit of somebody screwing up. Yeah. Yeah. But but you didn't. That's why rule number one, rule number one is don't hit lead. Okay. You know? Yeah. Keep that in mind at all times. If anything's, you know, not going right, the first thing you do is push the nose down and, and head to the right. Get away from them. Get okay. separation. Yeah. Yeah. And I uh, mean, I'm sure the instructor would, would not appreciate that if you did. <laughs> no. And I don't want to bend the plane either. Yeah. You don't want to do any of that. But yeah, just a couple little minor things. Nothing major, I guess, right? Nothing major. No. Okay. And Good. by the second day, I was much, much more comfortable. All right. Sounds sounds like uh, he's going to have quite an entrance to Oshkosh for Air Adventure this year. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. About this time, someone is telling you to get on the plane. Get on the plane, get on the plane. I say, ah! you, I'm getting in the plane. In the plane. Let evil Knievel get on the plane. I'll be in here with you folks in uniform. I be flying high, yeah, I be flying high. Shouty, I be flying high. Yeah, I be flying high, shawty, I be flying high It take long to get this fly If you ain't up on my level, discipline, please don't reply This is Just Plane Radio, Gregor Copilot, that's me, along with Captain Keith and Dennis And now we are joined by uh, Captain Jim, who just built his own airplane He's been working on this for a while, we haven't talked to him, you know, I don't know, in a couple months but uh, I've gotten the uh, updates that he is definitely uh, – y- you're flying this thing now, right, Jim? Yeah, i got about 35 hours on it now. How about that? Wow, you've been flying a lot then. That's oh, what- yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I built it for. Well, that's right. Uh, so are you over the uh, break-in point yet, or you still got a few more hours to go? Well, the engine's broke in, but I'm not out of the phase one flight testing yet. Uh, still got – five more hours and a few tasks to go yeah but uh we're okay. getting there i gotta take it up this afternoon to scapoose and let the folks up there put the interior in okay so that's what what is scapoose is that a place it's or? a city in oregon okay see i'm not it's familiar. not a very big city i'm guessing but not. even if it was you still probably wouldn't know it yeah good point <laughs> i'm in uh, florida anything outside of uh, Florida, I'm pretty much lost. But uh, anyway, yeah. so uh, you got an RV7. So this yep. is a two-seater or a four-seater? Yeah, it's two seats. Two seats. And uh, the I've seen the pictures on Facebook and stuff. The paint job's awesome, and the the, the flying machine looks just amazing. As well, far as how cool it, it doesn't look as good on the Facebook as it's about to look because it, it doesn't have the, in the, uh, the pictures I posted so far, it doesn't have the wheel fairings on it. And it looks butt ugly without the wheel fairings on it, but yeah. that's actually when you called. I was laying on my back, putting the wheel fairings. Well, we don't, we don't on. want yeah, to be on, on personal stuff. It's supposed to be a family show, Jim. We don't want to. 
Oh, you, you were working on your airplane. Just leave it at that. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. So uh, so that'll make it. You're working on the bling right now, is what you're telling me. Sounds like. Well, right? yeah. We leave the fairings off, range breaking and stuff like that. Yeah. Run it hard, but now we're now we're uh, we're get, we're getting to the end of it. Well, what what was the moment? That you had that, you know, like, oh, my gosh, I actually did this. Because you've been working on this for, like, I don't know, five years at least or longer, right? Yeah, and it's been in my head since 94. So that's 25 years. I've been wanting to do this. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we did the first flight. And uh, under the FAA's additional pilot program, you can take somebody uh, with you um, who's, you know, more qualified than you are, you know. And, um uh, if they meet certain qualifications, and they were trying to get people to get away from going out and testing their own aircraft, you know, having never flown anything like it, you know, so that's part of it. So mm-hmm. I took this guy, and uh, he's a former lieutenant colonel in the Air Force. He's got an RV-8, and he's a flight instructor and a DP, and he flies formation in these RVs and everything. So we went out for the first flight together, and. Uh, we, we just tooled around at 4,500 feet for about 45 minutes, and about 20 minutes into him, into it, I just looked at him. I said, this is awesome. Oh, yeah. You know, because, <laughs> uh, you know, being a pilot, especially a professional pilot, they kind of train the emotion out of you, you know? And um, anyway, I just had to take a minute and go, yeah, it's pretty incredible, you yeah. know? Oh, I bet. So, yeah. So, you know, I'm blessed. If I got what I deserve, it wouldn't be this. Well, I'll tell you what, that it, it's quite an accomplishment. I mean, Dennis got a CFI instructor certificate this week. You get your plane up in the air after working on this for years. And I, I, I just know there has to be a lot of satisfaction connected to that. And it just makes yeah, it feel good. You know, I've a you know, I got a a, a pretty good life and um but you know, I've always considered myself a bit of a failure because I didn't have my own airplane. And um, wait, what does that know, make me? <laughs> don't answer what? that. That's rhetorical. Go ahead. I didn't hear what you said. You, so you don't want to. Perhaps that's best. Yes, it is usually. Um, so yeah, how does so, how does, uh, how does it feel to really fly again, Jim? Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. You're right. You yeah. don't have to do the same thing every time, and you can uh, cut up a little bit with air traffic controllers. And, you know, not worry about who's looking over your shoulder and. Uh, yeah, it's uh, and it is. It's real flying. I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. I I love flying for the airlines, but you know, it's so it's the same thing every time. Yeah, this, very structured. You got to be all yeah. formal, and you can't be your your crazy self because Jim is quite a colorful oh, yeah. character. I got to say, when you get to know this guy, but he he puts on a good front when he's uh, working. <laughs> But boy, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. is that kind of how you t- talk that instructor guy to go up with you the first time? Because I, I would imagine in his position, when you approach him, say, "Hey, would you fly me this plane that I just built myself?" Hey, you know, th- you got to have a relationship with this guy. It's kind of like okay. I built this airplane. Uh, you know me as a responsible individual, or if he knows you otherwise, he may not want to take that risk. You hear what I'm saying? Well, he does that. You know, that's. That's part of what he's doing now in retirement from the military is he's doing flight instruction and flight testing airplanes and doing check rides and stuff like that. And that's what he does. Yeah. You know, so it wasn't hard to convince him when he saw that I had some, you know. Uh, Money? He'd he been here at the, uh, <laughs> he, he's, his airplane's in the same row of hangars. 
Oh, okay. And, so um, he'd, so he'd, he'd been seen. in and out watching us. And, right. You know, so I, I had, you know, some time to get to know him and everything. So he wasn't too, he didn't look too terrified. Okay. Well, they, so you had some time to kind of brown nose him over an extended period of time to... Well, I let Smokey take care of most of that. She's the people person. Yes. I'm a bit more reserved than is she. Yeah. When you're looking down like, okay, I put in eight uh, screws, but I have nine left over. (laughs) Like, Smokey, take them away, quick. Options. (laughs) Those are the wee parts. Yeah, exactly. Toss them over your shoulder and go, wee. Yeah. Yeah, well, um, you know, I, I wasn't as nervous uh flying this airplane for the first time as i was when i was a flight instructor making eight thousand dollars a year and i i picked i took delivery from the dealership of a new a36 was four hundred thirty three thousand dollars and i figured up if you took every penny i made how much would it take to pay off that airplane Mm -hmm. and uh i i I didn't. I didn't enjoy that nearly as much as flying my airplane. I'm sure so. you didn't. Yeah. I mean, as far as building this uh, RV twelve or RV seven that you did, uh, well, overall, did you have any issues towards the end, especially when you went up there on that first flight? Like, okay, did I forget anything, or were you just like totally convinced? All right, I'm ready to fly this thing. This thing's ready to go. How convinced were you for you know uh, yourself? That this thing was ready to take off. It really wasn't any concern about the airplane; more concern about me. You yeah. know, I don't have a whole lot of tailwheel time, and and um, you know, this is a for a single. You know, it's 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 a more it's a more sprightly performance than any other single I've flown. Yeah, and um, you know, so but I I went and did uh, ten hours of duel with an instructor, and you know, um, and. You know, and on the first flight, I had the other guy with me. But now, shoot, I got 35 hours in the airplane, and, you know, it feels comfortable. You know, it's not, uh, it's not, it's not, it's not a new experience anymore. Yeah. Well, does it handle how you expected it to? I mean, I'm sure you had expectations when you took off and how this thing was going to fly. Has it kind of, you know, been what you expected or a little bit of surprise here and there, more zippy or what? What do you think? I just find that it. Yeah, you know, I flew that with that instructor in his airplane, and um, I think mine flies better. Of course, it does. <laughs> you built it it's with just, your own two it's hands. Just, it's just not. Uh, it, he it is, just seems he like is it one of our have, listeners. Go Jim. ahead. He is one yeah. of our listeners. Oh, the instructor is. Yes. Oh, God help him! I think he's the only one we have. But, well, you know, okay. Just, just so you know, Jim, he's one, he's one, he's one of <laughs> our parents. Right. Is that what you're saying? Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I just uh, I I don't know. I'm I'm really pleased with it. You know, there's some differences. It's mine's got a bigger engine in it, and and uh, and it's shinier. Yeah. Did, <laughs> let's ask the real question. Were there any leftover parts that you got scratched your head at, at the oh end? Oh my gosh, we have <laughs> so many leftover parts. Oh really? But, yeah, but most of them are like rivets and. Yeah, stuff just, like that. Yeah, but, just things I mean, that hold the plane have, together. That's all. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna. Uh, you know, Smokey's gonna come out here. and We're gonna go through everything. A bunch of stuff. We we decided to go with uh, 
uh, systems that weren't, you know, part of the Vans kit, we decided to go with the, you know, like a tailwheel. We went with a different tailwheel and yeah. and thing of different fuel pump and Little things like that. So some of that stuff's going to go back to Vans. Yeah. Them. Oh, that's awesome. Well, I'm very happy for you, Jim. Congratulations. That's quite an accomplishment and look forward to flying with you sometime in that new vehicle of yours, okay? Let's make that happen. All right. More coming up on Just Plain Radio. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. For nearly 75 years, the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association has been a beacon for those who cherish the freedom to fly. AOPA protects your rights as a pilot by fighting airspace restrictions, fuel taxes, user fees, airport closings, and other issues that threaten your ability to take to the sky. AOPA is on the front lines every day to ensure that general aviation and the interests of its members are promoted and safeguarded. Learn more about how you can become a member at AOPA.org. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. You are now clear for takeoff with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Any of you boys seen an aircraft carrier around here? This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot, that's me, along with Captain Keith Dennis and Mr. Captain Jim Folson right now, who just completed his RV-7 kit plane, and he's got about 35 hours on it. you got about another five or so before it's, like, official and uh, airworthy and stuff, or what? what? What's the... Yeah, it's not time-based, it's task-based, but you have to have 40 hours, so... Sometime after 40 hours, when I say phase one's over, it's over. I got gotcha. you. So, All right. So, Smokey is your... certain things you... Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, Smokey's your partner in crime. You've had her up in this airplane a few times already, haven't you, or have you? Nope, nope, nope. You can't, can't take her pass- until you get past that... passengers until you're out of phase one. Okay. All right. So, she is... Uh, 
she been like uh complaining and it's like hurry up already let's go Good Lord, let's uh, go. No, she, she. I let her sit in and make vroom vroom noises, so she, <laughs> she's okay with that for a little bit. But uh, okay. she's been pretty busy. She uh, she went to Normandy. Oh, she did. She went and saw the whole uh, recreation of, of D-Day, yeah, did she, she? Yeah, she went over there. Wow. A friend of hers is a L-5 pilot in uh, San Francisco, and they, they made friends at Oshkosh, and and uh we've gone out and she's flown with her out there and um you know i'm based in san francisco so um a lot of times we'll go run over and see her and uh so they they she her friend with jan was going over there and uh and asked deb if she'd like to go and off they went no wait she didn't fly in one of the the planes themselves she didn't fly in one of the the classic planes that were participating right she just went over there and watched the flyover or something or what no no yeah yeah okay she hung out with them you know she didn't speak a word of french and most of them (laughs) didn't speak any english so she i guess she just smiled and she's still charming in any language well of course uh, yeah i got to fly in one of those uh airplanes down in southern fund did i tell you that no which one the the c-47 that's all brother the one that was the lead uh airplane on uh, uh, the invasion force on D-Day. How about that? Uh, they, uh, I was riding in the car about five years ago, going from uh, the hotel in Tokyo back to the airport, and I something popped up on the Facebook or something or other. They were looking for money to acquire and restore this uh, C-47. Yeah. They discovered it was getting ready to be uh, converted to turbines there at Basler and Oshkosh. And, uh, they were looking for money, and I said, "Sure, I'll give you some money." So I shot them some money, and uh, and uh, so for several years after that, they would wheel it because they were doing the, the restoration there in Oshkosh, and so for several years they would wheel it over to the show, and uh, the historian would give a talk on the history of the airplane and what progress they'd made since last year. And it was very, very interesting, okay. and. Uh, and then they got it flying, and um, they started jumping people out of it, and they had it at Sun and Fun. And we went over, and we're admiring it and talking to them and everything. And I had completely forgotten, but when you were one of those original people on the Kickstarter like I was, yeah, you get a, you get a free ride. Well, there so, you go. Yeah, so we went up for like an hour, but like 25 minutes of us sitting on the ground waiting to take off. You know, Sun and Fun's busy, but... Uh, but yeah, it was really, really sweet, you know. I, my, my, when I was a kid, or when I was a kid, when my boy was a kid, he used to ask me, "Dad, what what, what plane would you most like to fly?" And I never could narrow it down. And I got it down to about three, and that's the stagger wing and the C forty seven, the P fifty one. Well, yeah. So, so you marked one. Off I didn't the get list. to fly it, but I did get to ride. Well, that counts. What, what was the name of that one? Does it have a name on it? Like. Memphis Bell That's all brother. That's all brother, that one. Yeah. How about that? So Smokey was there for the D Day thing in Normandy. So yep. uh did she did it live up to the hype from her con, uh perspective? Oh my did she gosh, love it or she what? She's so excited about it. You should call her. Yeah, she's maybe. uh she's uh she had such a good time and took a jillion pictures and uh and uh I don't think she doesn't have the same kind of background, you know, that some of us do. And she, I don't think she really understood until she went over there what a big deal 
it was right. um and and what she was really impressed by was that the french people think it's a really big deal much more so than we do here and uh they were just falling all over themselves to be nice to her and then you know really grateful for the sacrifice that uh, we made to liberate their country and um uh, I say we. I, of course, I didn't do anything. But ah, uh, take credit. You know, Why not? I'm on the same team. So <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah. yeah. You know, I, I was out of the country myself last week, so I've missed uh, a lot of this. And I, I, I got some emails. I got to go back and watch some video of all this stuff. So uh, I'm anxious <laughs> to see. Maybe, maybe Smokey can send me some of those pics because yeah, I didn't yeah, know she I'm was sure going she over. Will. Uh, heck, if I would have known that, we would have said, "Let's talk to Smokey. We don't need to talk to him." Yeah. That's exactly the way most people think most of the time. Well, that's okay. Yeah, you, you've been working on an airplane. That's a pretty big deal. Yeah, too. yeah. Well, it's yeah. sick. So, she's the star. She's the star on our relationship. In our relationship, if she was a P, she'd be MVP. Look at that! Wow, you know how to brown nose with the best of them. God, ain't no brown nosing about that. That is God's honest truth. Yeah, she's obviously listening right now. Uh, anyway, yeah. so Stand right behind him, actually. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, uh, what, what's going on? Uh, you're obviously on track to fly your RV seven into into Air Venture, right? In August? Well, that or July. De- I mean, you don't know. I mean, it depends on weather. And you well, know, true. But that, I mean, that's what you're, up you're hoping to is still the plan, right? Like I told you the last time I talked to you, it yeah. is a goal, but it is not yet a plan. Okay, that, that sounds like an admirable uh, goal for sure. Well, congratulations uh, once again to uh, Jim for his new plane. Uh, Are you coming to Oshkosh? I got to go catch lobster. Unless we can figure out something with your plane and, and uh, your Dennis's plane. Your priorities are lame, man. Well, have you eaten Florida spining lobster tail? I'm not certain I've ever eaten anything. Whoa, well, then you don't know me, what you're talking about, young man. <laughs> well, you know, you got a plane. Dennis has a plane. Maybe we can work something out where I can get both done that week. We'll have to wait and see. Till next time, remember, there is no better high than the just Plain Radio is brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. I say we take off and nuke the entire site from Morbid. Your aviation resource on the Information Super Skyway. It's the only way to be sure. Just Plain Radio is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. But just plain wrong. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at JustPlaneRadio.com. I'm going to leave my people up to the radio tower. So tell a friend and take off every week with Just Plain Radio. And I'm going to make a call. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. <laughs> Listen up, everybody. Hi, news. The opinions you just heard on Just Plain Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. We are screwed. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. A little too far across the line. There are many factors to consider before learning to fly. What is your problem? So make sure you do your own research and get the proper instruction before your exploration into aviation. Thank you very much, sir. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at JustPlaneRadio.com.